Hello and welcome to the podcast at thatguitarlover.com. I'm your host, Ross Chevalier. Hey listeners, in this episode of the podcast, I want to discuss with you the topic of noise gates. That means explaining what they do, when you might want one, and if you do, what to go look for. Fundamentally, a noise gate is a pedal that sits in your chain of effects, the sole purpose of which is to remove noise that you hear when you're not playing and to get the heck out of your way as soon as you do play. The noise gate allows all the signal to pass through and provides the user a potentiometer to adjust the noise gate's sensitivity to background noise. Background noise is overshadowed when you're playing, but it's super evident when you're not. The noise can sound like hum, static, whistling, really any number of sounds that are produced between the pickup and the amplifier input. There's also a type of noise produced by an amplifier that has run out of headroom based on panel settings, or if you're using a crunch, distortion, boost, or lead channel. You know what I'm talking about because you've heard them. We can address these issues in different approaches because one size doesn't really fit all. Although in fairness, you will find folks who say that you can solve all your problems in one place. All I can say is that in many decades, I haven't found that to be doable. If we start with the pickup, we're likely aware that a single coil pickup, which includes a traditional P90, will have only one coil of wire around the bobbin. The side effect of true single coils is that they generate what we call noise. Whatever name is given to it, and there are many, it's what you hear when you're not playing and the pickup is live. Single coil noise changes depending upon the orientation of the pickup to sound producing devices such as speakers, which use a magnetic field to move the cone, or really anything that generates magnetic field that could interfere. The hotter the wind of the pickup, meaning higher resistance values, and more importantly, higher output amperage, the more noise that you're going to get. You may find pickups advertised as noiseless single coils. This is a marketing phrase that is technically inaccurate. You need a second coil wound in reverse in close proximity to the primary coil to achieve noise reduction. You've already seen this before. You know it to be a humbucker. A noiseless so-called single coil is really a humbucking pickup although the noise-canceling coil is often mounted underneath the primary coil rather than beside it. There is a distinct tonality to a true single coil, and the addition of a hum-canceling coil changes that sound. However, even very hot humbuckers can still produce noise, albeit less than a true single coil. As we go down the effects chain, we often encounter pedals that serve to push the preamp section of the amp harder. Such an example might be a boost pedal. Even a clean boost pedal can overdrive the preamp. So while the pedal does not natively create noise, it causes noise to happen at the amplifier. Overdrives, distortions, and fuzz pedals all include circuitry that in addition to changing the sound of the pickup signal, will induce noise and they will have what we call a noise floor. You can hear the effect when the pedal is engaged and you're not playing. The more overdrive, distortion, or fuzz effect that you use, the more noise that you get that is evident when you're not playing. To be clear, the noise is always there, 
but you don't hear it when you're playing because the sound of the instrument is much louder than the noise. Or at least you hope it to be. Some fuzz circuits use about $2 worth of parts and pedals selling for 500 bucks, and they not only create noise, but they can pick up radio signals. There's absolutely nothing like hearing Radio Moscow coming out of your amp when you're not playing, or worse, mixed into your signal when you are playing. As we move into delay pedals, we also encounter the opportunity for more noise. Classic drum, and particularly tape delays, all had simple preamps, and they would add some noise to the signal. Bucket Brigade-style analog delays also add noise, and you can hear it when you're not playing, particularly if you use any of their built-in modulation functions. Digital delays are less likely to add noise, but some folks think that digital delays are too pristine. You just can't please some people. Moving into modulation effects like phasers, flangers, choruses, and such, any analog pedals will introduce some level of noise. For early designs, you could hear the pickup noise starting almost a whooshing sound when nothing else was coming out. Modern DSP-based pedals reduce this to some extent, but as the marketplace, for whatever reasons, personal choice, tends to favor analog-based modulation, well, noise is going to be a side effect. True spring and plate reverbs don't add noise. Unless, of course, they've got a really loud preamp. However, analog synthesis-based reverb does create noise. You can hear it clearly if you compare an old Fender spring reverb to an analog pedal that simulates spring reverb. It's there, but it's not very often to be the main offender. While there are many approaches to noise gate placement, the more complex your effects chain is in front of the preamp, the closer to the preamp the noise gate should go. Now you have to experiment for yourself in terms of placement. Turn the gate on, turn your amp on, and your instrument all the way up. You're going to hear some noise. Then adjust the noise gate until the noise just disappears. And be aware that different pickups even at different volume settings, are going to have different noise gate settings. So set it for where you're going to be playing. Now, one by one, add your effects in. Noise may appear, it may not. But if it does appear, you might need to adjust the noise gate in order to compensate for more noise generated by a pedal. This is a reason why some folks tend to like the noise gate on very complex pedal boards to be the last pedal before the preamp but it can be a bad location if you use modulation effects that implement tools like trails, because the gate may slam closed earlier in the trail than you might like. I tend to set my noise gate after the last drive or boost pedal, but before any delay, modulation, or reverb pedals. For me, most of the time, that works pretty well. Now, let's suppose that you have an amp that starts getting noisy when you set it to naturally overdrive, or if the amp has an overdrive or lead or some similarly named channel. In this case, and if and only if the amplifier has an effects loop, also known as a send return function, can you put a noise gate in the loop and adjust it for the amplifier noise, specifically the preamp noise? Some people only put their noise gates here, but if the amp doesn't have an effects loop, you can't do this. 
I have a 50-year-old Marshall 100-watt amp that generates its own noise floor. It has no effects loop. So there is nothing I can do about the noise at that point. It's part of the game. But as soon as I start playing, the glorious thing is so darn loud that the amp noise is completely run over by the guitar sound. Never put a noise gate between the output of your power amp and the speaker cabinet. That will be bad. Now, if noise bothers you, get a noise gate. If it doesn't, well, then at least now you know what one does, even if you choose not to use one. When it comes to going out and buying a noise gate, I advocate simplicity. The TC Electronic Sentry is a good noise gate. In addition to its threshold control to determine when the gate engages, there's a decay control to allow tuning of when the gate opens, and a damp control to impact the way the gate engages. It also has a selector switch to have the pedal act as a noise gate, or to solely cut hiss noise. There's also a tone print option so you can download settings from your phone to the effect pedal by holding the phone near a live pickup while using the TC proprietary tone print software. In this manner, you can choose from, say, three different gating models, pure gate, tone print, or hiss. I own a couple of the Sentry units and they work darn well with three separate bands of noise reduction. And at about $155 Canadian, it's a really, really good choice. The Decimator 2 from ISP Technologies has only one knob, and it sells for more money at $180 Canadian. It is really excellent and does a terrific job, and it's the one that's found on most of my boards because it's so darn simple. I don't even have to guess about decay or anything like that. The Decimator just does a really great job, and it appears for that reason that so many professional musicians like it. However, if you want noise reduction in two stages, meaning before the preamp and in the effects loop, there are a couple of other offerings. The Decimator G-String offers this capability because it offers support for both before and in the effects loop in a single pedal. If you can find one, they sell for about $290 Canadian. For a little bit less, you can get the Decimate Loop Mini Pedal that does the same thing as a Decimator G-String, but it's in a MIDI pedal format and it uses a Y cable to handle the send return requirements. There is a version of the Decimate without the loop as well. It's basically a Mini Decimator 2. The maker of the Decimator family really focuses on pro audio gear. And these pedals are subsets of their really serious and expensive kit. And don't kid yourself, there's lots of other noise gates out there, and maybe there's one that you try out and you prefer, and that's great. I'm simply recommending products that I own and kept, meaning I didn't return them, and I'm very, very comfortable with them. You, of course, should use whatever you like. A noise gate can make the difference between a pleasing environment and one that makes you nuts. If noise bothers you, look at a noise gate. And as I said earlier, if you don't care, don't. It's simple as that. As always, thanks very much for listening. Please subscribe to the articles and this podcast so you get notified when a new one is posted. I'm Ross Chevalier, and until next time, peace.